Hello and welcome to the mini-sode of Not Without My Sister. Today's topic, what are you watching on TV? Brought to you by myself, Beatrice McCabe, and my sister, Rosemary McCabe. Hi, Rosemary. Hi, Beatrice. How are you? I'm great, Rosemary. Thanks. I was better, however, before I discovered that this new TV show that I was recommending to everybody has already been watched by every single person to whom I recommended it and that nobody recommended to me. I obviously have no friends and I'm not popular, but thanks a lot for that. Or else I just think Beatrice is busy watching Law & Order SVU. I am. I'm well caught up this. on it. And I'm waiting until this new one, Law & Order, where your man Stabler is now back in the picture and has his own spin-off. Oh, yeah. How am I going to watch that? How do you know about that? Because I saw it on Twitter. Oh, thanks for telling me. Had to find the it show out that we're going to talk about The show that we're going to talk about today is available on Netflix. What network is it with? Is it with CBS? Or AMC? Can't remember. Right. Who cares? How do I know? Good Girls. Good Girls. Good Girls, starring Joan from Mad Men, Retta, and the child from... What's the, what was it called, that movie that I told you with Will Smith? Not Final Destination, the other one. What? I don't know, but anyway, your woman... Independence Day. Independence, oh, Independence Day. Day. She, was the, she was the president's daughter in Independence Day. Was she? And then she was in a load of indie movies and she built up a lot of credibility for herself. And last night watching it with Nash, even though he probably shouldn't be watching it at all, and when the word vagina came up, he's like, I'm not listening. He goes... Why does that one look so like Rosemary? The little sister? Yeah. I love her. She's so cute. That's very, it's very nice now. Yeah, Nash. I know. And I, I even double checked. I said, her? You think she looks like Rosemary? I said, are you sure? And he said, yes. <laughs> I look like a famous actor. Well, I have to tell you, I love your woman, Retta. I did. I had never heard of her before and I love her now. She's hilarious. So, okay. So to summarise... Mm-hmm. For anybody who hasn't seen it, we're not going to give you any spoilers, right? We're just going to talk about, like, basically how much we love the show and how much Honestly, we fancy. I couldn't if I wanted to. <laughs> That's actually a good point. <laughs> it's, it's about three friends who find themselves in financial difficulty and decide that the way out of this is to money launder. Isn't that basically it? It's to rob, first of all. First of all, they go and they put on their balaclavas and they do a robbery. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to rob and a then, supermarket very ineffectually. Yes. And then they start money laundering for an extremely attractive criminal. Oh, my God. Extremely right? attractive in the show because then I started Googling him. Well, actually, what I usually do now is when I fancy someone on TV, I Google him to make sure he's not like 10 years younger than me, which a lot of the time they are. What but difference does that make? Not. Having a load of your boyfriends? Isn't Brandon 10 years younger than you? Brandon is two years younger than me. You absolute <laughs> wench. And no, no, a ton of my boyfriends have not been 10 years younger than me. I think maybe the youngest has been five years younger than me. But anyway. What difference does that make, Rosemary? Would it bother you the other way around? This seems like very gendered for you. It would. It does kind of bother me the other way around, actually. When I think 10 years for like a 40 year old, a 50 year old, that bothers you. No, but for a 30 something and a 20 something, I kind of now go, oh, that's a bit gross. Okay, but none of these people. But none of these people are that young. Like your woman, Joan from Mad Men. What What age is she? I was saying. But oh, even if he's 40s, 30, my point is she's 40-something. Even if he's 10 years younger, he's 30-something. So, like, it's fine. Well, it's fine in the show. But I just mean for myself, I just don't like to feel like an old perv. 
basically. And sometimes, like, when I fancied Noah Centineo and then was like, he's 19, which is not anymore TG. That is embarrassing. You fancied him. He's way too young. Beatrice, we've already talked about how you fancied him as well in another episode. So you can get off your high horse. <sighs> to, to all the young boys I've loved before. Oh, God, he was we've so attractive. <laughs> That's really, but not like him. <laughs> not like the me of today. No, it's true. The me of today totally fancied him, which is terrible. And Sorry, really Beatrice, creepy. I, there is no difference between the me of today and the no, me of but when I mean, you were 19. Sometimes, no, like, but like sometimes I could watch things and I could think, I could think, oh, if I was younger, I'd totally fancy him. But I've actually never had that thought. I'm always like, oh, I fancy oh. him or I don't. I've never actually thought, like, oh, if I was younger, I'd fancy yeah, him. Yeah, but, well, when I watched All the Boys I, I Loved Before, I actually haven't watched the last one, but when I watched the first one, I watched it as I transmogrified myself into a teenager as I watched it. You know what I mean? I watched it as a child. Like, That's a what I'm saying, my inner me. Yeah. But like, yeah, but I'm still, I'm still 39, so I thought I'd confuse the listeners. <laughs> Say the listeners are already confused by your absolute inability to, to like stick to a single plot line or single line of thought. Oh, good one. Anyway, good girls. Very, very entertaining. Very entertaining. Retta is very good. Her husband is very good in it as well. I really like him, Stan. But I would say the thing is like it definitely teach does not teach well it has not yet, I'm only on season one. It has not yet taught me that a life of crime will pay because every single thing they do leads to every decision they make leads to a terrible outcome which leads to another bad choice but like there are also a couple of really stupid things that they do a i'm not sure how they're all friends where because okay now if we're going to talk about age so joe and a mad man is 40 maybe right retta is 50 something and then the other one is 30 something how are they all mates because at one point retta says to hang on joan from mad men and the other one are sisters yeah they're sisters but how where did retta come in I thought she was like their neighbor and like was their friend since when they were kids. I don't think yeah. she's meant to be that much older than them though in the show. I think they're I suppose, meant to be. Yeah. I think she and Joan are meant to be the same age. Well, I suppose yeah. And she, Joan's she name could. is not Joan in the show, but I can't remember yeah, her name. She could pass for that, I suppose. And your man, Joan's husband from Scream, Matthew Lillard, isn't that his name? Lillard. Or Lillard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. is hilarious. I mean, and also from creep. sorry, from Scream, from more notably, she's all that. He played oh, really? the friend who made the bet that caused Freddie Prince Jr. to take. The Ugly Duckling to the prom. The Ugly Duckling. The most adorable <laughs> duckling. Sorry. I think Scream is probably a bigger movie than She's All That, is it not? I know. I'm joking. Of course it is. Oh. Actually, no. I don't even think he was the best friend. I think he was Freddie Prince Jr.'s ex-girlfriend started going out with this famous radio DJ and that's who he played in it. What's his face? What's your man who's in um, Sweet Magnolia or whatever? That like, it took us about nine <laughs> episodes to realise that this was Mr. American Pie. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. You're talking about Chris. Yeah. Chris Klein, Katie Holmes, yes. his ex-boyfriend. Yes. Oh, he's desperate looking. Yeah. He was in American Pie. He was in American Pie. Yeah. Yeah. And like, literally, I was going, who is this like absolute, like hideous looking dad? You know, real creepy dad. And yeah. I was like, it's your man who was considered to be Mr. Hot Pants. Hot Mr. Hot Pants. <laughs> Honestly, bitch, I'm... Like, the more we talk, the more I'm shocked that you never had an Irish boyfriend. <laughs> Mr. Hot Pants. Sure, they were like, who is this granny in this, like, 20-something body? How did this happen? <laughs> it's like Freaky Friday, but, like, nobody knows where your mom's gone. It's so true sometimes. I tell that story about how granny used to use the term hunk. <laughs> sometimes... <laughs> We're talking about how Granny used to use the term hunk. Recently, I was talking to Nash and I said, Oh, look at him, he's such a hunk. I was like, Ah! Sorry, 
sorry. <laughs> While we're on this topic of being an embarrassing granny, why don't you tell the listeners what you've started saying when the cat escapes? <laughs> so, so, the, so the cat has discovered, which is so annoying, how to scratch at the back door until it actually opens, right? He like digs his claws into the side of the door and pulls it back and then he sticks his yeah, head and out. And it opens in, which makes it even more oh, yeah, it opens in, like impressive. It's unbelievably impressive. And then he starts, he darts out into the wild and disappears. We've had at least 10 cat rescues in the last month, but we were all sitting outside yesterday and we heard this scritch, scritch, scritch at the door. And then the door slowly creaks inwards and the cat's head peeps out. And I went, <laughs> <laughs> I went, pussy alert, pussy alert. <laughs> Poor <Nash. laughs> So myself and Don, of course, were laughing. And then Nash's like, Mom, stop it. I said, what's wrong with that? I said, it's a pussycat. She goes, you know what that means. I said, what does it mean? Never mind. But the best part was then the other three kids like were all running around. Pussy alert. Every time the door would crack, they'd be, pussy alert, pussy alert. <laughs> I better stop. Poor Nash. <laughs> but actually, Nash is full of wisdom because while watching Good Girls, so back to the extremely oh, yeah, attractive yeah, criminal, right? Nash goes, oh, I said, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I actually wrote this down. No, no, hang on. I just want to preface this with like, he's not an extremely attractive criminal as in like he's an extremely attractive like petrol station robber. He's an extremely attractive like high level drug dealing, murdering, like cartel running, like proper scary criminal, but gorgeous. Go on. Well, just very attractive, right? So anyway, I said, I actually wrote this down afterwards because I was so shocked. It was extremely thought provoking. I went, oh my God, Nash. I said, aren't you dying for them to get together? I said, I am dying for them to get together. And then he looked so horrified. This is the criminal and Joan from Mad Men. Yeah, and he he looked so horrified. And then I was like, well, maybe they're too old. I said, are they too old? And he goes, I wrote this down word for word. Listen, no. I don't think that girl wants some guy who's pointed a gun at her head, her neck, and her face. I don't think she wants that guy. The innocence of youth, Beatrice. He'll learn when he gets older. But like, excuse me, male thinking, female thinking. Like, I mean, yeah. yeah. Words of wisdom. Yeah, because like a girl would point a gun at a guy's head and he'd literally be like, I'm never speaking to her again. A man would point a gun... At a woman's head and she's like, so attractive. But the thing is, like, and as I said this to you in this show, I'm not at all thinking, how is this criminal going to win Joan over? I'm thinking, how can Joan be cunning enough to convince the criminal that she's the woman for him? You know? I know. And she ha- he has done all those things. But, you know, it even made me think, Don told me this story. And at the time I was like, he's nuts. But, like, honestly, I started assessing myself after Nash made that comment of, like, all the relationships I've been in of, like, should I have walked away? Did they not treat me well? I was like, not one passed the smell test, except except Don, of course. The smell anyway, test? The sniff test, whatever the expression is. What do you mean? Like, it's like, if you smell it, it's gone, it's gone off. Like, you smell it and it smells okay. It's an expression. Do you mean they all smell bad? No, not one of them, like, passed muster in terms oh, of... I've never heard the sniff test. Okay, well, I'll look it up in life. a minute. I'll look it up in a minute. Hopefully I'm right. Anyway, um... Anyway, Don was telling me, Don has told me the story many times. When he was, he was, when we lived in Brooklyn, before he met me, he was going out with this girl with whom he broke up because he had a dog, a very large, gorgeous dog, a mix of a, what was it, a lab and a, 
I can't remember what that dog is, but anyway, better not say that dog, but anyway, really gorgeous dog. Okay. And his best friend had a pug and there was a pug magazine at the time, may still be in existence, who knows. And he's, the best friend sent in a photo of the two dogs together, the pug and Don's dog clone and sent in a photo and it got posted as dogs of the week in the magazine, right? So when I said to Don anyway, oh, why'd you break up with that girl? She didn't like the, she didn't admire the photo of clone in the magazine. I go, what you mean? He goes, she wasn't interested in that photo clone. I showed her the photo clone, the pug magazine. And she didn't show enough interest. And he broke up with her. Men have such high standards for themselves. They do! That's we exactly... We should all be thinking, yes. how can I be more like this? Yes! Exactly. You know, exactly. <sighs> so in the strangest of places, good girls, it's where you find the deepest of lessons. We would recommend watching Good Girls. It's on Netflix in Ireland as well. I don't think you have quite as many. Well, we're on season three or four. I think there might be two seasons on Irish Netflix, but it's. But it's uh, oh, no, actually, you know what? Irish Netflix gets it before we do because it's signed to a network in the US. So it has to wait a couple of weeks until it's off network. You know what I mean? So I, Ireland actually gets it before us. you have all this weird us. info? Well, I've only watched one, but, one season and, and we Because when it. I moved over here, I was like, hang on, well, how come season three isn't on? And I started researching because it was already in Ireland. Oh. Anyway. We would recommend it. I must wrap up because I have approximately 20 minutes before I go and have my naked breasts painted live. Excuse me? On Zoom. Live? What do you mean so, live? Live on Zoom. So I'm going to... Sorry, I, sorry. I think I'm focusing on the wrong part. What do you mean your naked breasts? What do you mean painted? <laughs> so, what? What is this? Basically. So I follow this account on Instagram called Titty Picks, right? And they did this giveaway recently where it was like, if you buy these earrings, like, honestly, you could sell me earrings made out of literal dog turd. And if you tied it to a competition, I'd be like, sold. So it was like, if you buy, but these earrings are lovely, I should, I should caveat. They were selling these earrings that were like little gold boobs. And it was like, if you buy these earrings in this particular time frame, you'll be entered into a draw to win a free live session, which I didn't really know what it was. And it turns out that yeah, it's... Right. You, you go on Zoom and you sit there with your top off and the artist is on the other side of Zoom drawing just your boobs what artist their artist the, who is this artist the, the titty picks artist whatever her name is i don't know what her name is i hope this isn't a scam that they're going to be live streaming your boobs across the world what if this artist is. is like what if this artist Fame is, at last what if this artist like turns out to be somebody i mean i don't know would you not be mortified sorry am i turning into mom no, I am actually mortified and I'm now suddenly thinking, is it too late to get out of it? No, it's Which absolutely it was, too late to get out of it. What time are you doing at? 2pm. But it, like, it was a free thing, so it makes no difference to her really if I get out of it. But. Absolutely not getting out of it. You need to go right now, have a bath, have a shower, moisturise your boobs, put like some kind of glossy moisturiser all over them, perk them up, slap them into perkiness. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Beatrice, go into your browser and search Titty P-I-X Instagram. Oh, right? thanks and for the spelling. Just, well, just in case you thought it was P-I-C-C-S. And I want you to look at the type of... I don't need to put oil on my on my boobs. You can look at the type of painting she does. Don't need to have a shower either. Uh, just if you want to be polite, you can have a shower. I look clean. You can't tell I'm not clean through Zoom. These drawings are lovely. Aren't they? I could do one of these. Yeah, I could do one of these for you, but I don't want to look at your boobs. Absolutely You could probably do glorious. one of those with my boobs from memory, to be honest. <laughs> Oh, they're they're cute. They're cute, uh, aren't they? Yeah, your your one's probably going to look most like this one, which is a little bit very lopsided. Good. Is the word oh, you're looking for? I didn't want to say it out loud. Very adorable. Where are you going to hang this? Brandon's going to be delighted with this alongside your Britney Spears painting. <laughs> 
Well, these boobs are obviously going to go over, over the bed where the magic happens. OMG, Rosemary, is this your one month gift to Brandon? Oh my God, it is. Nobody tell him. Okay, thank you so much for listening to the mini-sode. I shall, of course, share the painting of my breasts when it arrives on Instagram. So Can't you can all wait. see. You, you can all get an impression of what my saucer nipples look like in watercolour. Cannot wait. Excellent. <laughs> Thanks for that, Rosemary. Thank you so much for listening. You can email us notwithoutmysis at gmail.com. Our website is notwithoutmysister.com. We're on Instagram at notwithoutmysister. Our, our website is notwithoutmysis.com. We're on Instagram at notwithoutmysister and individually at Rosemary McCabe at Beatrice McCabe. And we'll be back on Tuesday with a full episode for your listening pleasure. Thanks for listening. Bye. Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity, sound and original music by Don Kirkland, and our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Not Without My Sister is a member of The Warren. As is our podcast, The Critter Shed. For more great podcasts, hop along to thewarren.ie.